Good morning. My name is Daniel Morris, Senior Investment Strategist for BNP Paribas Asset Management, and welcome to this week's edition of Market Breakfast. Uh, lots to talk about, as always, in the markets. First up, what should we be looking for in terms of economic data this week? Probably two things of note. Uh, quite a bit of data coming out out of China. We have imports and exports on Tuesday. Always important to understand how China's economy is doing. Uh, important certainly for Asia, but more broadly in terms of demand for Europe and the U.S. So we will be watching those figures just to say that the expectations are for pretty robust growth in both of them. So if anything, potentially a risk uh, that that will be disappointing. Uh, secondarily, and I would argue even more important over the medium term, are the figures we're going to get on Friday from the U.S. in terms of inflation and CPI. This has been a bit of a, well, a long-running puzzle particularly more puzzling over the last four months when you've had particularly weak inflation prints. This is fed into the discussion uh, at the Fed and more broadly uh, of whether or not this weakness in inflation is temporary. And if it is, will the Fed hike in December? Should the Fed hike in December? Or as the Fed itself has been arguing, uh, it is just temporary. It's down to an unusual fall in apparel prices and telecommunications prices, uh, but that the core trend Pressures for inflation will come back by the end of the year, and so they will therefore hike. The number we're looking for, at least the markets are looking for, is not 0.2% for a monthly rate of inflation, so that annualized would be 2.4%, so actually above the Fed's target, whereas last month the figure was not. So that's the concern we've had. Last month it was it was not uh, expecting to see not 0.2 for this quarter, and if that trend continues, uh, a little more affirmation of the view that inflation will recover. If not, we're going to probably see that reflected pretty quickly in inflation expectations and then in U.S. Treasury yields uh, if instead we see weakness in inflation after what's been four months of numbers like that. Last week, I think what's notable in terms of the data that we got probably was not just weak PMIs out of the U.S., particularly in terms of the service sector, uh, was 53.9 versus a survey of 57. Uh, if you uh, recall, if the PMIs are above 50, that means expansion. So still you had expansion in the service sector in the U.S., but certainly not as strong as markets expected and not as strong as last month. Now, that maybe wouldn't matter quite so much except for the fact that you see weakness in PMIs actually across the board. Uh, PMIs have rolled over in the Eurozone. They seem to have rolled over in the U.S., uh, in Japan, uh, probably a little bit more stable emerging markets. But, you know, we've talked about this global cyclical upswing so far this year. Uh, maybe just a slight uh, weakness in that, a little bit less robustness uh, over the last month, and certainly paying attention to see whether or not that persists uh, or just hopefully just a temporary slowdown for the last month. Markets over the last week, uh, generally speaking, uh, a bit of recovery for Europe after underperformance for a while. Frankly, Europe is still down against the U.S. in local currency returns for the year, driven by partly good results from financials in Europe uh, that particularly benefit the periphery, uh, who are very dependent on financials, or at least the markets tend to be quite dependent on financials. So that was good uh, for performance in Italy in particular, but also Spain. And then also good performance out of the U.K., though that very much linked to weakness in sterling uh, as we have that relationship between weak currency uh, and strong equities. And saw that last week as sterling dropped to 130 uh, versus the dollar. Uh, or I guess I should say dollar dropped to 130 versus sterling. Uh, so financial is the best performing sector last week. 
On the fixed income side, a little bit uh, more of a muted week, slight uh, tightening in spreads for high-yield emerging markets, so generally positive, uh, but also seeing that bond yields, treasury yields, boon yields, retracing a bit, uh, two basis points in the U.S., seven basis points in Germany. So again, markets either believing the ECB is not going to taper, or maybe that's a bit of the reason behind the boon uh, retrenchment in terms of yields, or perhaps they actually believe they are going to taper, but that's going to weigh on inflation. And so either way, the result is the same. You see boon yields falling. So down seven points for boons. Uh, on the more inflationary front, did see oil gain, so $52 there. So that should help on the inflation. Whether or not that's enough to offset the strength in the euro and the disinflationary pressures that that's bringing in on the eurozone uh, is the real question. So in Europe, at least, a bit of pluses and minuses, good for the equity market, probably ongoing questions about inflation. On one hand, oil up, but on the other, the euro as well, and that's disinflationary. So that's it for this week for Market Breakfast. Please join us next week for our subsequent update. Thanks very much. This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.